Horror presents Pomp and Circuitry. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And welcome to college. Use sunscreen. Remember that? That was on a radio. Yeah, a lot. Was it Boz Boz Lerman? I don't think it was Boz Lerman. Was it Boz Lerman? I believe it was Boz Lerman. Weird. Yeah. Um, will his crimes ever end? No. No, I don't like, think they sucks. will. I don't think he got to yeah. make an awful lot of stuff after that Australia movie flopped. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a, we're, we're back in the second half of season four. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing Sphinx stuff. We're doing uh, college stuff. We're doing uh, Phantom Limb stuff. We're getting the Revenge Society back together. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm here for the sweetness of the boys, uh, you know, mm-hmm. growing up and facing down the future. Uh, I can take or leave Phantom Lane. It's a, it, yeah, it, it, I like it because it leads to uh, Bright Lights, Dean City. Of course. Which I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that uh, Doc and uh, Jackson like Phantom Limb a little bit more than I do. I, th- I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is okay. Yep. Um, you know. Uh, also, hey everybody, guess who's back? Baron Underbite. Uh, he is. We all wanted him. <laughs> Just <laughs> everybody. Everybody was clamoring for Baron Underbite. Uh, he was an afterthought in this episode, and then they mm-hmm. put in stuff, and it was like, oh, let's just cut that out. Let's just have him ask for a job at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just uh, bite heads renowned. Re- mm-hmm. Rejoice. Yeah. Uh, this episode is a Jackson Public episode, originally aired on September 19th, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, primarily concerns uh, the boys graduating from quote unquote high school. They're learning beds. Uh, they've done enough learning and they have to figure out what's going to, what comes next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Dean gets swept up by Rusty, who has already made it clear that he wants a. Uh, he wants his favorite son to follow in his footsteps, going into super science, uh, studying at State University. Um, meanwhile, uh, Hank uh, ends up following in Brock's footsteps, uh, primarily because uh, it, it, initially it seems like he doesn't graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very cute scene at the end. With that. <laughs> um, this is also, you know, as we mentioned, Phantom Limb coming back. Uh, Professor Impossible, kind of bringing back the Revenge Society. Uh, the fact that this is just Phantom Limb coming back after just recently having come back <laughs> makes me wonder about, um, like, th- those are two different episodes yeah, uh, penned by both the writers, and it's like they both want a chance at the Apple almost. Maybe. It just, yeah. it, it kind of, it almost seems like a communication problem, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, we already did this. I was covered. It's it's covered in this other episode. Uh, yeah. It, clearing the way for phantom limb to become like the major sounding board for dr mrs the monarch in the last season and not really do jokes anymore yeah, yeah. um they kind of stopped deciding to make him funny at all <laughs> uh in the end um the uh well the other big addition here in the meta is bill Hader, yeah uh, coming in to uh, voice professor impossible so replacing stephen colbert and then he also uh lends his vincent price impersonation to phineas phage yes uh, I forgot that Phineas Phage shows up so quickly after we uh, introduced the anecdote about uh, about the scientist friend uh, who mm-hmm. was fascinated by phages. Yep, he's like, I, you know, I, I got to do it uh, immediately. <laughs> like it, it's so good, it has to happen. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, for people who don't know, 
uh, you know, so Phineas, this is based on Phineas Gage. Yes. Um, the, the man, uh, he famously had this, uh, very uh, profound personality change after he had this severe brain injury. Yeah, a, um, because, a railroad spike uh, pierced his brain in a very particular way. Yeah, he got spiked. Um, and then it's also a mashup with a bacteriophage or phage, uh, which is eating. So, you know, uh, phagey, which is a type of virus that yeah. looks real cool. Looks like a, it's, a, it's, it's that virus that looks like a cool robot that if you're like me, yeah. you had always been like, it's like, ah, sweet viruses rule. Um, mm-hmm. prior yeah. to, tw- prior to 2020, <laughs> did you, uh, did you ever play with the, I think I'm sure I've talked about this before, but germs toys. No, no, I never had those. Um, they're little rubber goblin-y cartoon germs that came in test tubes and they're the coolest thing. Ooh. I love them as a kid and they're very expensive to get now, Ah, but they were rad. Well, that's too bad. I, I don't think they made a phage, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, uh, he's also kind of based on uh, he, there's a fantastic four villain, like the wizard, Okay. His headset is kind of like, I don't think that is pointed out anywhere, but he reminds you of the wizard and it yeah. makes sense for him to be the arch of Dr. Impossible or yes. professor impossible. Yeah. You, it would, it would be easy enough to believe uh, that that was uh, that that was an influence uh, mm-hmm. given the, given the stated fantastic four, uh, you know, appreciation that they have. Um, the commentary is fun. Uh, one, because there's kind of a long discussion about how phantom limbs powers work. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, like they have to work in a very particular way that wasn't necessarily explained, uh, for one scene to work. Uh, mm-hmm. so they're just kind of going back and forth, just, you know, bouncing explanations off. Uh, there's also a discussion of pee bottles, uh, cause, yep. uh, Richard impossible has gone full Howard Hughes up in his penthouse there. Uh, the story of the nine year old piss bottle, uh, comes back. Uh, which I only bring up because uh, they talk about it uh, being a science experiment and Doc Hammer has the amazing line, I'm trying to turn it into a block of my bodily salts. It, it's I spend a lot of time envying the Astro Base. <laughs> that would be this, good, horrible. But the fact, the fact that there are jars of piss everywhere and they smoke inside it uh-huh. <laughs> basically erases all of that. Yep. You know, like it'd be real cool. And I want that for me, but I want one without the piss and smoke. Can yeah, if 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 you're if you're taking requests, yeah, <laughs> uh, put toilet put piss in a toilet, people. Yeah, we're feeling that a damp wet sack. <laughs> damp I cannot stress this enough. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, it's because he wants to eventually sell it on eBay. He's like, if you ever see this like brown, you know, <laughs> resin block, the shape of the bottom of a bottle on eBay, get it because that's my piss. <laughs> Um, it unlocked a memory for me. That's real gross. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell everybody, you know, fast forward about 30 seconds. If you don't want to hear this during one of my Dickensian upbringing things, when I lived in an apartment, basically my, by myself, I had a fridge or a kitchen attached to my bedroom zone. And, uh, so I had my own fridge at like 13 or whatever. Okay. And I joked a lot about coming into ice cube trays and starting my own sperm bank. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Never did it, but I just used to joke with my friends about that. That's nice uh, to have the option. Like, yeah, don't look in the freezer. <laughs> um, that's what this reminded me of. Yeah. But I, I was like 20 years younger than Doc. Yeah. At the time. So. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I, I can't brook the piss bottle because as a person who used to, who used to use, uh, uh, dip, uh, dipping mm-hmm. tobacco, uh, you know, at one point in my life, I was very comfortable just having a spit bottle around. Um, and as you know, I haven't done that for, oh my God, uh, 11 years now at this point, uh, thinking back to when that was just acceptable. It is very strange. It feels like a different person. 
it's disgusting. It is. You're a better person. I know. Like, yeah, way better. <laughs> um, absolutely repulsive. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, uh, you know, uh, just be real careful what you put in bottles would mm-hmm. be my, uh, yeah. would, would, would be my life lesson off the back of this. Indeed. Or what you keep around. Yeah. You know, if you put it in a bottle, just throw it away. Yeah. Why, why are you keeping it? <laughs> God, it's fucking weird. It's gross. Oh. Uh, let's get into it. This let's is, do this it. This is kind of a middle of the road episode, but there's lots of fun to be had. Yeah, uh, in my in my opinion, <laughs> we we open in the learning bed. I love that the well, you know, we get to see the lessons here, and it is just Jonas spouting random facts. Like there, there's yeah. no cohesion. Like it's not like a particular class. It is just bouncing all over the all over the place. Another great detail. Every time he uh, addresses the you know, the student, it is just an overdub of Rusty going Hank and Dean. <laughs> yeah, because it used to be Rusty. He's yeah. just repurposing his dad's. You know, this is the education he got. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the wake up uh, when he wakes up, the uh, Dean wakes up, and you get the little pomp and circumstance <laughs> played on a MIDI as it prints out a diploma. <laughs> From very funny, yeah. Uh, Hank has slept through it because he's got a blindfold, blindfold, and earplugs in. And I love also when when Dean's there, his face is kind of twitching, mm-hmm. like them not getting a restful sleep for ever know, their in their lives. lives because of the learning beds. <laughs> uh, it's like hypnospace. Um, yeah. so yeah. And, and just, I, I, I love the fact that like Hank, is, you know, Hank has, I mean, it's a little bit like foreshadowing, but Hank is clever enough to figure out like how to get an actual night's sleep in this bed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. You know, he's deprived himself of the, of the benefit of the education. So that's you know, a part of why he is the way he is. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, uh, he doesn't get a uh, diploma as a result of this. He didn't, uh, at least it seems because he didn't take the classes, nothing, nothing prints out of his bed. So, uh, oh, yeah. we got ourselves a dropout. <laughs> and it, well, it's, it's not like the bed knows what he's doing. Right. You know, it, it yeah. should make, it should be obvious that this doesn't make sense, but it's, it's played <laughs> for comedy later in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like, oh, we can finally get super sweet to bunk beds. Which yeah. Is, like they're 18. It's <laughs> like, a good detail. Uh, Get our credits. We open up to the council. The town council is talking about replacing Councilman Eight uh, Red Mantle because he's like, you know, I still count. It's like, you know, well, kinda. You know, it's not <laughs> like we're it's not like we're the same guy. Uh, well, kinda is. You know, they're going back and forth. Uh, and we go below this to uh, Phantom Limb, who is in his cell. Um, he's bearded. His hair is all long. His limbs have all been cut off, and he's uh, talking to to Wisdom uh, there telepathically. Mm-hmm. Or no, he's got wisdom there. They're coming to take him, but he's talking. Yes. Eventually, talks to his other guards telepathically, yeah. or so it seems. Yes, uh, you know he's just he's just talking to this. Uh, and the guards are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Uh, one says, oh, you should be you know, you should feel lucky. Apparently, he has conjugal visits with a shoe. Uh, with Lady Nightshade, yeah. I think is what it is. is that what he called the shoe? Yeah, that's Lady Nightshade. <laughs> She's spoken for. Yeah. Um, they take uh, they take wisdom. They put him in a filing cabinet, and he seemingly psychically calls out to them. Uh, what he's doing is he's controlling his limbs. Yeah, uh, that he has when they're away from his body. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what that long discussion was in in the uh, the commentary, and it's a little silly. Yeah, you know, because um, they start telekinetically moving around. The reason why I think it's silly is because it's established that they're not they don't really move in the other one. Mm-hmm. You know, the other episode with the Revenge Society. Yeah, like he's just supposed to be cuckoo bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know. And, and I could believe that he has limited psychic powers. I, I, I really didn't, I, I didn't sweat this detail about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't sweat details too much in the venture brothers like yeah. in a general sense, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah. Uh, I think it makes more sense that he can just controls limbs when they're off his body, but mm-hmm. like it, it feels like a little, like a lot of setup for a, kind of a small amount of payoff to me. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a clever escape because the shoe jumps out and like kicks one of the guys and then the toaster starts a fire, uh, raising an alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, lo- I love that the, uh, that the toaster, uh, what's the toaster's name? I, I can't remember the toaster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which one the, which one the toaster is, <laughs> but the toaster kills um, the, the guard the Guard drops a clip. <laughs> yeah. Like the toaster grabs the guard drops a, ma- a banana clip magazine. Um, and just, uh, the, the toaster lowers, lowers the, the loaded clip in and that he did, he fight that causes the bullets to fire and kill the guards. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Even though it did, uh, it should be illegal to use the Wilhelm scream. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it pops up here and it's obnoxious as hell. Outlaw it. Um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> limbs, arm and leg return to him. I love that he, that he has named them Arm, Armando and Lieutenant Shankly. Yeah. Lieutenant <laughs> Shankly is really good. <laughs> Cause it's, it's um, his left leg. We, we cut over to watch and ward, uh, as if they're watching, uh, and just like, look at that. Don't move. You've got a bug on you. <laughs> um, it's very funny. I love those guys. Um, the, uh, limb gets all his files out, pulls out a picture of the boys brigade from 1966 up in the council. They're like, well, there's another movement on the floor. Um, and it's a big shit yes. uh, that phantom limb is invisibly taken or placed there. Yes. It is a, it is a turd in the shape of an R that does a cross dissolve match cut to, um, Billy, mm-hmm. who is looking at a page, uh, he has had the kids write down their preferred careers. Um, mm-hmm. Billy has brought in just the family friend brought in as the guidance counselor for the state mandated to, you know, two hours of guidance counseling that high school students are supposed to have. Yeah. It's a, it's a guy who you barely know who t- gives you career advice, even though his career is guidance counselor. Yeah. Um, he's asking them what they want to be. You know, Hank says he doesn't want to go to college. You know, he's decided to become a drifter. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's the opposite of a career. <laughs> You know, he's like, no, no, you can make tons of money. Uh, what about David Duchovny, you know, going around, uh, get, reading sexy letters. Uh, yeah. It's like, no, no, that, that's Red Shoe Diaries. He has a fixed address. <laughs> what about, you know, Dr. Dr. Uh, Banner, Dr. Bruce Banner? He's like, well, Dr. Bruce David Banner, David mm-hmm. Bruce Banner was a mm-hmm. scientist. We're looking yeah. at, you know, this many, you know, years of college, just shooting down his ideas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wants to, uh, his second choice is owner and operator of Chimp Eden. I love um, Chimp Eden. I was like, well, we're, it's like we're looking at four years of veterinary school on top of a, a bachelor's degree. <laughs> well, um, sure kill, take all the joy out of Chimp Eden. <laughs> well, that's barely saner. Uh, yeah, really uh, on on his list, he has two different eras of Batman. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's got he's got Silver Post-crisis. Age Batman and Post Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> and then Secutor, which I love, he's like that's a Roman gladiator. And he's like not like those other ro- wussy ones that have the tridents of the nets. <laughs> I love Dean. I can't remember how they pronounce it because they talk about that a lot in the commentary. Yeah, but Dean's like, you know, those are called these. That's my favorite gladiator. This <laughs> <laughs> like, is just confidence. Oh gosh, uh, Dean only has four couriers written down, and they're pretty sad. It's like you know, mm-hmm. b- b- boy journalist, boy b- boy detective like it's all boy mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, boy in front of everything yeah uh, and rusty comes up like oh i'll just put number five here super scientist on you just trying to hijack the boy's future oh yeah, yeah it's, it is sad uh but, you know the boys leave you know billy asked for a moment alone with rusty and being like i hate to be the person to tell you this but these boys are not prepared for adulthood mm-hmm. you know rusty's like well have you seen dean's little mustache he's like no they you know what college do you think is going to take a transcript 
from from a, a, a dot matrix printing from a learning bed, and yeah. the things that better teaching are more outdated than Funk and Wagnalls. You know, <laughs> yep. uh, there's a really weird little reference here where Rusty says, "Oh, Pish Posh, um, they've been around the the world more than, and they named the guy it's who was suspected to be." What is his name? Gaetan Degas, the suspected patient yeah. zero for HIV. It's one of the weirdest like polls. Yeah, in, in the show, yeah, like <laughs> just like you, you uh, would you would very specifically have to know it. <laughs> yeah, and they say that too. They're like, oh, it's just for people who read the same Wikipedia that I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's a weird uh, but, flex, but I I knew who he was. Yeah, I I have I had no idea. I looked yeah. it up. The um. Yeah, uh, the uh, maybe unlike you, I don't believe in conspiracy theories about how AIDS was spread. No, I know it's just it, it, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, you don't believe in facts. Yeah. Oh. Um, the uh, and he like, said, regardless, you know, this may not matter because Hank didn't graduate. Yeah, and and Rusty screaming, you know, Hank. Yeah. yeah, and just saying, Terry, you know, like oh, you're gonna get, you're gonna get a job, Mister. You know, you're gonna make you work everything off here. Uh, it tears into him, and Hank is packing his things. He says, you know, I'm going to go join the army. Uh, and Hatred is like, hot damn, you know, army army will do good, best decision you ever made. Uh, but he gets deflated right away, like, oh, it's not that army. We're going to find out. He's going he's gonna to go join Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, a series of scenes I like a lot. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to uh, New York. Um, Baron Underbite is begging on the street, talking about how they used to be uh, on top of the world with manservant. Mm-hmm. Um, and an impossible security card comes out to rust, ru- uh, rustle him and the other vagrants, a, a veteran as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the vagrants is Phantom Limited Disguise, who yeah. kills the guard and steals his outfit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he sneaks inside and gets up to the penthouse where we see you, Professor Impossible, uh, all stretched out in his office, kind of making this big net. Uh, he's gone full Howard Hughes without Sally, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and Lim is trying to seduce Impossible to the dark side. You know, Impossible is holding on to this idea uh, that he's a good guy, which is very funny for a Reed Richards stand in. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. be a bad guy. <laughs> you, you work for me, like uh, you know, real fun performance. Yeah, uh, uh, they're interrupted because Phineas Phage bursts in. Um, Phineas Phage is uh, is is uh, um, Impossible's arch, right? And he's just mm-hmm. trying to break him out of his funk, like uh, you know, like you've you've been holed up here, depressed for months. Like, let's get back in the game, buddy. Uh, but when he sees Phantom Limb, he's like, no, you can't. he's my arch. Get yeah. your own. <laughs> he says that, and he's like, oh, no, it's it's Phantom Limb. I'm going to go tell the guild. Yes. I'm telling. <laughs> uh, and just starts uh, running away. Uh, you know, help me, Richard, or I'm done for. You know, he, he says he can't help, and he just has him hold on. So Limb uses him as a, a slingshot. Yes. To take down Phage as Phage is falling. He goes, help me, proteins. <laughs> and we get to see the proteins. This <laughs> group that never do anything. Yep. Um, oh gosh uh but uh but impossible is in and it's the first time the first time he's been efficacious or useful to anybody uh here so he's in a vulnerable state um so uh hank shows up he just walks right into the sphinx headquarters uh Mm -hmm. and is like all right i'm here to join uh so he asked for brock but brock is out on a on a mission in a tomb it's the vatican um, and his uh, his his partner, uh, who's on the mission with, he's incompetent at hacking uh, the door, and they get trapped. Uh, another extremely extremely obscure uh, yeah. reference here. Where did you recruit this guy? The Albert Merrill School. You would have to have lived in New York City to know this. 
because apparently it's like DeVry <laughs> University, but for New York, it sounds like. Yes, it was like a uh, like a, a computer science school that uh, just was very, very poorly looked uh, looked upon. Uh, like yeah. there, it was part of like fraud lawsuits and stuff. Like they would uh, accept people as as uh, um, recruits or whatever people who didn't even speak English uh, when none, none of their staff was uh, you know. Well, was able to speak that it was just uh yeah it was just it was pretty pretty rough so like oh did you hire this guy from someplace that you know trains on incompetent people did you um you might your memory might be better than mine because i there are things that are sometimes uh call forwards that i i miss because i don't have the full rewatch fresh in my head mm-hmm. does this ever pay off is this guy somebody or is no. it just like they send out a shithead? I think they just send him out with a shithead. Like Brock, Brock even says when he comes back, like never again, you know, I, I in my mind, I remembered, I, I thought they did something with this and I could be, you know, I, I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird for Sphinx to almost intentionally sink the mission by setting an incompetent asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, but it's, it's weird Sphinx behavior. Yeah. I think. Um, but uh but yeah the the, the trap is sprung um mm-hmm. and uh Vatican gorillas dressed up like the Swiss guard yeah. come out this the is Swiss a... guards Vatican gorillas <laughs> um, just a particular fascination of uh, of 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 Jackson Publix the uh, the well, Vatican the Swiss gorillas. guard are fucking fascinating dude. oh yeah <laughs> like they, they they still use halberds and shit but uh in 1981 someone tried to kill the pope and they started leaning more on guns and <laughs> things yeah. previous to that they used mostly halberds <laughs> <laughs> so and someone was like well wait a minute guns uh, and they're like oh shit we might actually have to bodyguard no no um very uh, funny and, and i'm as big a fan of a halberd as you're gonna find but uh ugh. yeah it doesn't stop a bullet no unless you spin it really fast well yeah but then you gotta be uh you know gonna be a you gotta be yeah. one of the black knights from dark souls to do that come on yeah i'm not i don't i don't have that weapon art i don't have the stamina <laughs> huh? Um, Hank keeps trying to get their attention until eventually he throws his backpack down on the ground and it unplugs their machinery. So Brock, uh, is alone. He cannot get support. He's yeah. like uploading the codes to the door or getting the codes <laughs> uploaded. So he has to fight the gorilla guards. Yeah. And Hunter is really pissed. You know, uh, this ain't the honeycomb fucking hideout. I'm not hiring junior G men. Um, <laughs> I love the honeycomb hideout uh, yeah. from honeycomb cereal. <laughs> um, and Hank, things. Hank counters with a very good point. You know, he just kind of mm-hmm. he talks himself up. He says, you know, I'm the most qualified recruit you're ever going to find. You know, I've been training under Brock my whole life. I've been to all continents, including outer space, Atlantis and Brigadoon. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see their Brigadoon adventure. Yeah. Honestly, Rusty, get real over Brigadoon. Yeah. Uh, uh, when he says this, one of the Sphinx operators starts the slow clap. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, and Hunter just throws it, throws throws the phone at him. Which I love. Yeah. Like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Calls over to Shirley. Get Chachi here suited up. Yeah. Uh, they're you know they're gonna just get him out of the hair. Their hair basically is the idea. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rusty takes Dean, um, absolutely covered in in state college gear, to state college interview with the dean there. <laughs> Um, when they cut over to that, I love the Dean's opening line where he's like, I understand there's some confusion, but no, it's a title. <laughs> uh, just like that implied joke. <laughs> just the Dean's like, oh. that, 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 that was Dean's like opening line. Like that's what he thought it was going to be like, oh, we share a name, don't we? And then it, it just the being dean of the college. <laughs> I'm the Dean of the college. Like it's very funny. <laughs> so will I be replacing you? Mm. Oh God. Uh, just his naivete. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, there, there's a rally, like an assembly taking place. Rusty said it must be one of those take back the night rallies. <laughs> Great place to meet chicks, by the way. <laughs> what a um, fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, what it actually is, the Impossible Science Center. Um, we get Rory Brisby, lots of callbacks yeah. to season one in this episode, giving a speech that uh, ends with an advertisement for the new Busy Bee DVD. <laughs> um, and we see the investors here. Yeah. Uh, we get a great story about the investors in the commentary. We do. Um, um, the original plan. Yeah. Well, be, because because this was written around the time of the uh, of the financial collapse, uh, they're just figured like, oh, yeah, you know, like we're going to include some insurance people here. Um, uh, we might as well make them look like vampires. Uh, because they're mm-hmm. fucking evil, right? Um, and so though there's kind of like, all right, well, this ends up being a detail we can use, we can use it, but otherwise they would just be these creepy people as a representative of this uh, of of this company. Well, specifically, Doc says the idea was there'd be three of them, and they would be three different famous Draculas. Oh yeah, so they'd have Bella like, Lugosi, they would have <laughs> they would have Gary Oldman, and then they realized they couldn't think of a third famous Dracula. <laughs> They tried to. They tried to do Christopher <laughs> Lee, but Christopher Lee doesn't do a voice. He just talks like Christopher Lee. Yeah, it was Frank Langella, they, they, they said. Um, yeah. 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 And it's just like, oh, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's just going to use his regular voice. So then they just cut all the dialogue and made him silent and it just worked fine. Yeah. But yeah, originally they were intended to be Draculas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The MC uh, says, you know, Professor Impossible couldn't be here for his uh, for his dedication. But then Richard flies up in the Impossible car, uh, <laughs> you know, Poorly shaven, his hair like self-cut, like looks like absolute shit. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, Oh, is your wife joining us? No, Sally and I, uh, you know, <laughs> I need to go to the restroom. Uh-huh. Long flight. You know. <laughs> and he goes into the uh goes into the restroom and then Lim just climbs out of the rubber body. I love the line mm-hmm. that they cut away from on this, like, oh, I thought I needed a poop, but it was just you in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel real, real weird. And he, he looking he looks at in the mirror, he looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, and Phantom's like, you try cutting rubber hair with one arm and an invisible one at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, just rubber hair. Oh god. Uh, I always wanted Professor or, uh Mr. Mr. Fantastic to do more stuff with his hair and teeth. <laughs> if I was him, I would be so terrifying. <laughs> like, just, just extremely long, floppy teeth. Just you know, just yeah. tooth tentacles, oh. just like coming out and grabbing somebody. You know? No, couldn't, yeah. can't, won't. Give me, give me Mr. Fantastic's job. <laughs> like, I will do cooler things with it, please. Oh, assuredly. At least yeah. do less monstrous things. Let me write Fantastic Four and I'll do a six issue arc where Mr. Fantastic just hangs out in an Airbnb and does all the cool shit I can think of to do with his body. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it like Origins or Revelations or whatever. It'll sell like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. Uh, so, go back to Sphinx. Yes. Sure. Leave is, uh, is shaving Hank's head. Uh, he asked for a Batman logo. Um, you know, so just, uh, he's like, oh, we're, we're going full 1989. Let's give you a high top fade like kid and or play. <laughs> yeah, and Hunter Hunter's sick of it. But I love how Shore Leave is always just down to clown. Yep. Oh, just to, yeah. just game just game to go with it. Um, mm-hmm. And this is his first test. They've got him in this chair. Uh, he is uh, he's, he's tied to it. 
Uh, his first test mm-hmm. is to be locked into the closet and out of everybody's way. They're figuring out oh, this will, you know, this will keep him busy. Uh, and he's like, oh, uh, he just walks out like, oh, you're going to have to tie me up better than that. Because rightfully so, Hank has been tied up pretty much every you know, once a week for his entire life. He knows how to get yep. free. <laughs> It's real, it's real great. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause this doesn't work. They keep trying to find ways to, to occupy him with mm-hmm. these increasingly ridiculous test in this montage. And he just passes all of them. He's like doing push-ups over scorpions, um, firing this M 50, uh, <laughs> and the Roy recoil just makes it slam into his nuts like, <laughs> yeah. over and over until he starts puking blood. I, I, <laughs> Way into Hank firing a huge gun yep. in this show. Um, I like um, him uh, avoiding the blades of the Dune combat robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, just all kinds of ridiculous stuff. It's, yeah. it's very good. Yeah. Uh, uh, d- diffusing a bomb on the underside of a speeding Jeep. And he he does it all. Like he, he, he handles everything they throw at him. He would be a good operative. Yeah. 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 That's the thing is he, there's, there's no real reason for him not to join Sphinx. Uh-huh. Uh, Dean does his interview with the Dean. Uh, it's real cute. And Rusty keeps pressuring him. He's like, you know, we all know this is a formality. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's a legacy. Uh, and the Dean decides to play along. It's like, Dean, where'd you go to high school, son? It's like, uh, I have an electric grandpa bed that talks to me while I sleep. God, Michael Sinter Niklaus <laughs> is so good at that. Yeah, God bless Dean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dean. Oh, and Rusty calls himself a legacy again, just trying to get you know, things back onto the proper topic, him. Um, mm-hmm. But it's brought to his attention that he didn't graduate. He does have an honorary degree from an institution in uh, in Tijuana. Um, and he loses his temper saying, you know, just my, you know, my, my dad built this place. You know, he donated enough money for, for a wing, a, a wing that Rusty burned down, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. And he's like, you know, they basically paid for the, that, uh, you know, you got that rebuilt out of my inheritance. So really it's like, we gave you the money. <laughs> um, you know, the Dean says, you know, Dean, I wish you a bright future wherever it will be, but it won't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusty says like, why did you even agree to meet us? And he's like, honestly, you know, that'd be nice for a change. Well, when my secretary said, Dr. Venture, I thought it was going to be your brother. <sighs> and just like a really brutal thing to say. Ice cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Impossible gets up to address the crowd. The idea is he is distracting them so uh, Phantom Limb can sneak back into the uh, the chamber where he first got his his limbs. Yes. Um, he's just making things up on on the spot. You know, hasn't been speaking public speaking in a while. And also, I have nothing um, prepared. I have, no, I have nothing prepared. Uh, the guild operatives show up and sick the diamond dogs mm-hmm. on the scent of Phantom, Phantom Limb. Yeah, these uh, mechanical um, dogs that have like rocket boosters in their back and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Limbs in his old lab scrounging for the schematics and the hounds converge on him, uh, sending out a a projection of uh, the sovereign trying to talk him down, you know, and sovereign's like, oh, well, who died and made you the floating head in charge of everything? Actually, that would be my predecessor, Force Majeure, which is a very good uh, name for an evil villain. A very good. Uh, if people don't know that free, like what that means, it's like um, it's like like a a irresistible force. Yeah. But it's a, it's a pun on that. Yeah, it's like a legal term, like Act of God. Yeah, a really, really great villain name. Uh, Lim refuses to hand himself over, and Sovereign you know, appeals to him, like, listen, you're not well, you need help. Uh, the dogs attack him. 
Uh, and Richard, cover Richard, where he's telling the story of Sally leaving him. I love him <laughs> and improvising, getting to that. <laughs> just, just everything just goes back to it. He's up there, he's up there sweating, barely holding it together. Um, and Lim flees into the background, calling for Richard's help. Uh, Richard's plan isn't so much to uh, to help him, but to just do increasingly big distractions mm-hmm. <laughs> and to keep the crowd clean, turning himself into a big flag, which I love, <laughs> and singing uh, uh, "My Country Tis of Thee." Yeah, really good. Yeah. Uh, Brock returns from the, the mission with the rookie, swearing he's never going to go on a, a mission with him again. And Hunter and Shirley are like, oh, that's great. We're just training your new recruit. And he's like, well, better not be somebody like him. No, no, it's somebody you worked with before. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked with before. Uh, he's over here. He's like, isn't it the mind erasing device? They pull it out. Hank comes in. But Hank's like, nope, you got, you know, pass your test again. The old mind erase trap with the old tinfoil helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, fix it again with the uh, how they got out of the joy can yeah so many uh, callbacks in this episode yeah it's like very tons of season one dna yeah yeah and i just i just love clever resourceful but still crazy hank yeah he's good at this mm-hmm. it's confidence you know? what he was you know it's, it's literally what he was born for <laughs> yeah. uh limb fights uh the dogs and the guild operatives eventually grabbing onto one of the dogs and steering it around um making the uh, guild operatives kill each other and stuff while impossible uh, creates a distraction, eventually Lim explodes out the front door and Richard has to catch him. Yeah. Uh, Rusty goes, this time is, you know, this isn't my fault. <laughs> and that's the, the end or mm-hmm. that's the you know end of that thing. Like they get away. Yes. Uh, you know, from the guild operatives. Yeah. Um, and the real ending that we actually get is this incredibly sweet scene where mm-hmm. Hank is sulking. You know, he's, he, he was rejected. You know, he, he passed all the tests, he thought, with flying colors, and they still said no. He's, uh, you know, up. His hair is short. He looks like classic model Hank. He's wearing his uh, Aquaman pajamas. He's crying into his pillow, and Brock comes in uh, to comfort him, you know, saying like, oh, I like that you, um, I like that, you, you know, just you, you look like yourself. And this is also the point where he stops wearing uh, the jacket, wearing Brock's jacket, yeah. trying to be like him. Um, and I love this exchange. Hank says, I feel like that Jewish guy who lost his power when they cut all his hair off. And Brock goes, uh, Samson. <laughs> and Hank replies, no. no, Lenny Kravitz. It's not all about you, you know, which is an incredibly <laughs> funny line. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, you know, Brock, uh, is, you know, Liz and Hank, you don't want my life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have that much to show for it. I've just got a bunch of Manboro bucks. Yeah. Uh, Manboro uh, miles, uh, Marlboro miles in this. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you have enough to get a canoe? He's like, yeah, but I'll never get to use it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's very funny. And then uh, he says, uh, you know, when he reveals that Hank actually passed the test, uh, Hank is really elated, mm-hmm. you know, for a moment. But he's just like, why went to this join? And he's like, because you need a diploma. You yeah. know, it's very like after school special. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a diploma to join fucking Sphinx. No, you don't. He's just trying <laughs> like, to. Sphinx is checking your fucking resume. <laughs> like getting your transcripts. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, I can't imagine Sphinx has an HR department. They're, yeah, they're an extra. It's just Hunter like abusing you. And then, you know. <laughs> they're an extra legal paramilitary force. Like, come on. Um, and the, you know, Hank's like, oh my God, I can't believe they told you this. And he slams his head against the, against the bed in frustration. Uh, this causes the dot matrix printer uh, for the uh, mm-hmm. uh, for the, the diploma to unjam. Of course, he actually graduated because this is not an actual education. So he has it. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, so I can join. I've got a diploma. And, you know, oh, did I mention that, that you also have to be 18? You know, just he just can't yeah. join it because Brock needs to protect him, right? Yeah. Yeah, they don't <laughs> want him to die. There's not clones now. Right. 
uh, we get our credits. Uh, in the end, uh, Phantom Loom is now, uh, he's in the Impossible Penthouse office. Um, he's in his former glory, and Richard Impossible uh, is now in a, a dark uniform, mm-hmm. his villain uniform. It's like, I'm no longer Dr. Impossible. I'm Professor Incorrigible, you know, uh, indolent. You always keep coming, trying to come with I yeah. names. Yeah. Little gag here. Uh, until eventually Bunder, Underbite walks in and asks to join up. Yeah. So we're going to get uh, them and Fat Chance is going to join up. We're going to get the, the auditions for that, which is one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in this show. Uh, yeah. The the Lady Hawk, Lady Bird Johnson <laughs> mashup is really inspired. Very good. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, the, the Phantom Limb stuff in this does absolutely nothing for me. Uh, I, I got to say uh just it's it, it feels like it's ground that they've already covered i am i am really here for uh the continuation of rusty just being overweening when it comes to uh, when it comes to dean and i am here for hank coming into his own i uh, just anything with the boys getting their characterization is something that i'm going to uh i'm going to dine on and i'm gonna love when we get the uh the duet of episodes which i just learned we're almost just one episode <laughs> which would be fucking crazy i know right but we're gonna get uh we're gonna get bright lights dean city dean city and everybody comes to hank like two banner episodes of the show and this is really laying the groundwork for that yeah i think i'm a little bit warmer on it because i like it whenever we're doing a villain that isn't the monarch yeah and i like professor impossible mm-hmm. uh, i like coming back to him because i like that character i think he's funny uh and a funny voice performance i think phantom limb uh has basically lost his mileage for me as well yeah you know, in terms in terms of jokes and everything like that, but the things that happen around him during the season, and the next I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he just becomes a sounding board for Doctor Mrs. the Monarch, I think he's a little bit boring. But yeah. I also think that 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 side side of that plot is a little bit problematic. Anyway, mm-hmm. not problematic like it's you know, uh, it's, you know problematic. Yeah. It's, it doesn't work. Yeah, uh, yeah, perfectly to me. It's a little weak. Yeah, yeah, a little weak. Um, but I I, I do like uh, Professor Impossible. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple like ans- whenever we're in like ancillary zones that aren't the monarch, I'm pretty into it. Mm-hmm. Like the triad, uh, JJ's crew, yeah, those are impossible. Like anytime we go to uh, Billy and uh, and Pete White, anytime we go to one of those uh, a secondary thing that isn't the monarch, I'm pretty into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're look at, looking forward to uh, to more with this. It's it, to me this is very middle of the road. Yeah, um, but it's in my favorite season, so that's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate you or listening and mm-hmm. watching. Hopefully, uh, we appreciate you and we will see you, uh, next week. Um, yeah. if you like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash duck TV. Yes, you can. Uh, you can also leave a rating or review in, uh, uh, iTunes or your podcast, uh, directory of choice. And of course, tell your friends if you know anybody who likes venture brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get your, get your, uh, your venture brothers fans. Yeah. Uh, fan friends in on us. Uh, and until next time, go, go team venture venture. venture.